And welcome to the Weekly Dish. I'm Stephanie Hansen. I'm Steph March. I am excited to be back from Holbosch. 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 You were in the Mexico. Are you just going to get like a, you should just get a house in Mexico or like a passport. Because aren't you going again? I am. You no have- one feels sorry for me and no. I don't expect you to. But yes, I'm going again in a couple weeks. Yeah. I have really enjoyed it. Good. Good. Um, Holbosch was... Somewhere where if you want a really low-key beach vacation with literally good food, but just reading on the docket every day, (laughs) you should go to Holbosch. And we liked it. But, you know, we were like, okay, you know, this, we just need to lean into this. I, like we rented bikes. You did. But you couldn't really ride bikes because the island was very muddy. Oh, at one point we were in. Oh, that's a bummer. Mud up to our knees. Kurt was walking without bear, without shoes on. I was like, okay, we're in all this standing water, but this is what it is. Um, it was a great place to visit. Way at the end of the Yucatan, you fly into Cancun, drive two hours, get on a ferry, and you end up on this island that's twenty six miles around, one mile wide, super rustic, no high rises, no all inclusives. And really just a sweet little beachy Mexican town. Yeah. Just to be there. Like, I think that's a good place. I think I was always thinking, like, if I could ever get, if I needed, like, the writer's retreat to write a book, a movie, something, I would do that. Yeah. That's exactly the kind of place it is. Okay. And so we had a good time. Were there solo travelers? Did you see any, like... We saw some solo travelers, many Europeans. Many Europeans. Lots of topless Europeans, which normally if you go to these nude beaches in, like, St. Martin or whatever, it's... You know, farmers and their wives and their in their retirement years. So the nude is like, hmm, yeah, all right, fine. Right. Seen mm-hmm. that gut before. Yeah, this was like hot French, <laughs> like <laughs> Latina. We were like, wow, whoa. Kurt was like, see those, and I, I don't know. This is probably too much overshare, but I had a mastectomy 15 years ago, so it's been a long time since I've seen like breasts. <laughs> and I'm fascinated by them now because I don't have any. Right. So I'm like, oh, wow, to the right, to the, to right. the right. You guys are so having I'm, like. We're having like creeper time together. You are so creeper together. <laughs> wow. The couple that creeps together. Yeah, stays together. <laughs> <laughs> um, and there was a lot of couples and like. I don't know if this is a European thing either, but very handsy couples. Oh, I don't know. Like one time I was like, um, I think that man needs to address what's going on in his shorts and his girlfriend needs to stop touching him. Kurt was like, oh yeah, there's the pole. (laughs) It was was too much. Okay. So we had a good time, ate a lot of good food. It was fun. Oh God. Came home and it was so cold, but I can't complain because all of the rest of you, like 25 days without sun. Yeah. You know, it's pretty bad. So it was good. Um, how about you? Did oh, you have a good week? Yeah. I mean, you know, just kind of ran around, did a whole bunch of stuff. I'm always, 
I did eat at the Butcher and the Boar, which was the new, which is new. We're gonna I have too. Mike DeCamp is going to be on. We're going to call him later in the show, and he's going to come in and talk about what it really means to have to take something that was already existing and then bring it into the future. So I'm excited about that. I have so many feels about it. I know. That's why I figured yeah. I was like, I was asked great. him, I was like, will you come on the radio on Saturday? He's like, you're yeah. coming on the show tomorrow. And he was like, oh, yeah. I am. <laughs> okay, good. I know. I have, we have to, t- I still haven't texted no, him this morning. No, he remembered. Okay, good. He said he remembered. He's like, I'm up at 4 a.m. I'm like, great. Let's do it. I'm not calling you at 4. I know you guys talked about the James Beard nominations last week yeah. and how many great people we had from the Midwest. Yeah. I just want to share this quick Holbosh story. Yeah. Um, there, I'm in Holbosh and literally the hotel that we had had 12 rooms and they had eight tables. And on these two rainy days, you're just sitting at these eight tables because there's not like a lot of places to sit and you can't walk around the town because it's pouring rain like monsoon rain. Oh, wow. So this one girl's trip, there were like six women and they were playing um, like cards, not humanity, but something like that. Something like that. And I started talking to them and they're like, come play cards with us. Well, this is like this woman had been there for a few days and just found out while we were sitting there that she was nominated for a new emerging chef. Oh, no. From San Antonio, Texas. Um, her Instagram is Hood Rat Snacks. Okay. And her restaurant is Chinese um, Daughter, it's called. Okay. My Chinese Daughter. And she is an immigrant and she had a Chinese mother and she's making, she called them Euro, Asian American Euro trash snacks. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> like different wow. buns and. She's like, we have one bun that's like a take on the Red Lobster Cheddar Bay Biscuit, but we stuff it with this like crispy chili oil pork. And she just had like all this fun menu stuff. And it was fun to talk to her about. She was like, I was just a total misfit like my whole life. I kind of got into the restaurant business and. I didn't even want to be in the business, but I just kept going. And then I kind of worked for all these people that were jerks. And so I decided I better start my own thing. And then I did. And it was was just really cool talking to her and literally seeing her in this moment, figure this out and her complete surprise and overwhelmness and also pride. Wow. She's super creative. Like looking at all her stuff. Her food is, I was like, oh my gosh, her food is right up your alley. And she's from Seattle. (laughs) Um, that was where she grew up and spent most of her time. So anyway, it was very fun to hang out with her, experience this in that moment with her, talk with her a little bit about the Midwest chefs. Um, she just, she said something funny. She goes, I just can't believe like, does this mean like I finally arrived? (laughs) And it made me laugh because I was like, I don't know. And during this same trip. Kurt found out that him and Ellie's book, The Barons, was nominated for a Minnesota Book Award. Yes. Congrats. I mean, same feeling. Like, he was so thrilled. Like, does this mean, like, I'm in that group of authors? Like, just he was very, very excited to be recognized and felt like it means a lot that your peers, again, because this is his first book, so he doesn't have a... He's not a traditional writer. He didn't like go to writing school. He no. doesn't have an MFA. He doesn't hang out with the writer set. I don't even think that's traditional, but that's definitely the elite way. Yeah. You know what I mean? But that's like, yeah, most, I think there's so many people who just come and especially there's so many more writers today because we have the ability to write online and Correct. then that kind of puts it up. But I mean, he's definitely a guy who said, I'm going to write a book. And then he wrote a bunch of books. Yeah. 
And he's, he's really did the craft right himself. Now. Yeah. And like, you know, it's still the grind of like, will it get published? Should it get published? What's my age? Like he's it's he it's like almost the exact same process all over again. Is it really? And so I was like, well, at least you like have this nomination. Like maybe that'll help. It was just, yeah, very interesting to see this awarding of something in your career. And it was really interesting to be in this group of of women. And um, then I had to kind of stop stalking them because we had two days of complete rain and they're having so much fun. And I'm like, I have just talked to Kurt for basically five days. Yeah. So I'm like, and then I'm like, oh, I just need, I need to not go over there today. I need to give them their space. Give them their space. I'm not They're really like, their who's friend. this crazy yes, w- totally. Minnesota woman Completely. who keeps showing up? And I kept thinking about you, just like give them some okay, space. Like, pull Hansen. it back, Hanson. <laughs> pull it back. <laughs> okay, one more story, and okay. then we'll move on. Um, I made beer cheese soup this week, and I thought about you. Oh yeah. I love beer cheese soup. I've made it like three or four times. And every time I make it, my first reaction is, oh, my gosh, I can't believe I don't make this more. I love it so much. Yeah. It was awesome. It was great. I made it for a TV segment. And then I brought all the soup home. And that like whole next day, I had all this stuff going on. And I just kind of kept dipping into the soup. Yeah. And eating it. And then I had a wine tasting. And I drank a little bit of wine, but not a lot because I was working. And then I got home and I was like, oh, I'll have some soup because I hadn't eaten anything. The next day, I swear to God, if this is possible, I had a soup hangover. Really? Like, and there's eight cups of cheese in the soup and yeah. a stick of butter. Yeah. Like, I felt heavy yeah. and like a hood over my eyes. I felt puffy. Do you? I couldn't like, I felt tired. I'm just wondering also, leveling level setting on this one. How much wine did you have this at the wine why, tasting? I, this is what I'm telling you. Because I asked my friend who was with me. I said, did I? And she goes, no. She goes, I don't even think you... I had each of the, one of the three samples, but they were samples. Like, yeah. And then we went to my house after, and she said, you only had a glass of wine at home. Did you have more when I left? And I said, no. Oh, so I kind of knew yeah. that I didn't... I had the equivalent of two glasses of wine. Yeah. Full glasses. So if you hadn't had so much dairy, maybe that was just you were having a dairy reaction. I literally just felt like I was in a soup coma. Yeah. And like the whole day I was out of sorts. Let's be clear that it it probably isn't a soup coma because if this were a different kind of soup, it was a cheese coma. Like something. Yeah, I think it was a dairy coma. I mean, literally. And I I felt like, like I was Because if it was hungover. chicken noodle soup, you would not be having that hangover. No, I'd probably... <laughs> but I it was... I just, wow. and then I went out to Butcher and Boar last night and I knew we were going to have them on. So I wanted to try lots of stuff and I did, but I just had the mocktail menu because I was like, I just need like some time to yes. get, and I feel great today, but good. I think I had a soup hangover for oh, real. God, that's pretty good. Cause great. it was not wine. I had a friend there that I could verify Yeah, because that's what I thought at first. How much beer did you put in the beer cheese soup? A uh, one can. Oh, Okay. So it wasn't a beer. I think it was the eight it was cups a cheese. of cheese, you had a cheese and the stick of butter. Think of it because you, yeah, if you think about like nachos, you're always eating something with nachos. You know what I mean? Like it's never like all the cheese if you're eating. And I don't eat a lot of cheese. You don't. Like I eat, I eat a lot of cream yeah. a lot and butter and goat cheese. But yeah. like I don't like just eat cheese. Yeah. What kind of cheese was it? Cheddar or was it like? Uh, sharp, hard cheddar. Okay. Wow. Well, there you go. <laughs> girl. over. Okay. Cheese. <laughs> you're the only one I can explain yeah. this to that might yeah, no. like get it and yep. be like, oh yeah, yeah been there. You're you're been there. The Have you ever eaten too much cheese? 
I don't. I I eat, but I eat more cheese regular. Your like I eat cheese higher. all the time. <laughs> actually, yesterday I took a piece of sourdough and I just melted fun. Uh, uh, Fontina on top of it. This is a thick slab of Fontina (laughs) and sourdough. That was basically what I ate yesterday before I went to a dinner. Okay. So I think I eat more cheese than you do regularly. And so that's a little bit. You're not going to find yourself in a cheese coma. But I'm also not going to eat that much (laughs) soup. This and other burning topics like what to do for Valentine's Day. Yes. Coming up on the weekly dish. We'll be right back. Stay with me, girl. Rest your head here and I'll hold you so tight. When morning fitness resolutions fade, your pillow gives you pillow talk. Hit that snooze button. Exercise tomorrow. I'm here for you now. Don't listen to him. Join the YMCA and get top-notch fitness coaches who can hold you accountable. Baby, don't let me down. Stop the pillow talk. Buy a one-month membership and get another month free. Learn more at ymcanorth.org. I've just been sharing some experiences from Holbosch, Mexico, but also the uh, cheese coma from my beer cheese soup, which probably doesn't make you want to make it, but oh, you should make it. It was like fantastic. So I've been touting this chili cheese beer from Hormel and Modest. I didn't get any. And I, I wanted I know. to try it. You know so what? Bad. And I meant to bring it to you, but then I brought it. I left a I left one at the station, and then I left someone, and I brought one to someone else, and now I don't have any more. And but I was a little bit sad. It's supposedly good. It's actually It's actually pretty good. It's like I don't know if you can drink like more than one can of it, but you can't get it anymore anyway. It's yeah, it's out. it was a stunt so, beer. But I am hoping that Modest thinks about and Hormel thinks about bringing this like to the state fair in some way, or I don't know. It was it was really interesting. Modest the tap room sold out completely. Like they're. Like, I was trying to send people there to go try it, and they're like, yeah, we're, we're done, like, the day three. And I'm like, oh, sorry. That's funny. But nonetheless, you know, I think, like, there was, I thought it was pretty okay yeah. as far as, but it didn't have a cheese feel to it. But I was thinking I would put that in in beer cheese soup for sure. Yeah, and, you know, the best, like, I used a Summit EPA in the beer cheese because I had it. But I also, like, I have a hairless dog, non-alcoholic IPA. I would have used that, too. Oh. And I felt like you really could taste the beer. I put a whole can in. And, yeah. yeah then you ate cups of cheese. But other than that. Right. Um, and we are going to talk Super Bowl snacks, too. So, like, maybe that's an option for that. We are. <laughs> Here is one thing that happened in Holbosch that really surprised me. And then I came back to the States and I was like, oh, this is a moment. One of the... So, you... There are lots of restaurants. Considering that this is a very small place, there were literally like 100 restaurants. And a restaurant, in the way that we think of a restaurant, there was probably four. Okay. That have like four walls. And the rest of them are sort of outdoors or counters or really varied in what you would call a restaurant. And I put that in air quotes. But one day we were at the beach and... Everywhere we went, like I ate a million tacos because even fancy tacos at the end of the day are still tacos. Yeah. So Kurt ordered these shrimp tacos and they come and I've never seen this before. And I was like, yes, this is amazing. It was like this homemade tortilla, which was awesome. And then Stephanie, it was a layer of Frico. Parm, Parma. It wasn't Parm. It was was um, Granana. How do you say Padano? I can't say the word. Granana Padano. Thank you. I don't know why I couldn't say that, but that's what it was. Right. And in almost the same shape as the tortilla, Mm -hmm. super browned. Yep. And then a dollop of guacamole on top of that. And then like this crispy um, grilled shrimp and then a little bit of pico. 
But this idea that the frico was on top of the tortilla and almost giving it like more texture. Mm -hmm. And I kept finding frico in dishes throughout Mexico. Like they would be using it in a salad garnish. They would be using it like in place of bread. And in Mexico, in Holbox in particular, and a lot of Mexico, they don't have the super milky cheeses, no, like the mozzarellas. Fresh, fresh so cheeses. they don't even really, in Holbox, they didn't even really have queso fresco. It was mostly all these hard parmesan type cheeses, and they were melting manchengo. Yeah. In like a, another dish I had, I was like, wow, I have never thought about using manchengo as like a melty cheese like that, but they were using it too. Then I come home and I was kind of obsessed about these tacos and the Frico and Kurt was like. And wait, just just to explain what Frico is, you know what I mean? So like when you shave, when you you take shredded cheese and it can doesn't have to be parm. It doesn't have to be ground pan or manchego, but it's like some sort of a a cheese that you basically shred a thin layer of it into a skillet or onto, you know, a, a surface, a heated surface that's low heat. And it basically crisps and comes together like a disc. So it's almost like this, like little crispy disc of cheese, and it's pliable kind yeah, of. Yeah, yeah, it you can get be it a if you get the right. Warm. Yeah. So then I came home, and Kurt and I like were obsessed with Frico while we were there. Yeah. And then, of course, the New York Times has a whole article about like Frico's back. Yeah. So there... do you remember Billy? By the way, out at Baja House, had made an entire burrito shell out of Frico. No. Yeah. God, it was like this tornado good. shell of Frico. So there, the New York Times had this whole article about all the different ways that you can see and use Frico. Um, a cacio, a pepe Frico, that would basically just be a pile of cheese with pepper, right? And how to use that. How to use it in, like, place of a I love cracker. that they called it cacio pepe Frico. Yeah. I mean, it's like... It's <laughs> that's like branding. Like, you know, I sure. mean, like everyone knows Cacio Pepe, but this is basically the same thing of what it is just with. It's just parm with sprinkled with pepper. Which then is they have this whole crispy Parmesan roast chicken with lemon. And I was like, I don't know, like how that would work if you're putting Parmesan all over a roast chicken. You know what I mean? Is yeah. it going to just, just get, get a little crust? It's just a fat. If you put olive oil on, it's just a fat. Sure. And it never had occurred to me that that would be. Something that you would do and it would taste good, but why wouldn't it taste good? Yeah, why wouldn't it taste good? But would it burn? I don't know. So I thought about Frico there. Then they had, like, obviously using it just as a garnish on salads. Yeah. Also, like, as a, what I thought about was cool about the tortilla application is it was like a vessel to put other, so you could have like a Caesary romaine salad or a Caesary kale salad or Brussels sprout salad on top of like a crispy piece of Frico with a tortilla and like I thought I was starting to like riff in my head of yeah. all of the ways that you could use this and what you could wrap up in it. Well, this is basically the keto world that you're diving into because the keto kids have been doing this for a long time. Like this in the 90s was a huge fascination. And then it kind of died away as like a, you know, it's like, oh, it's fine. We get it. You know, whatever. And it dies away. And now it's kind of come back. But I think it's really because the keto world is looking for things that are crispy that are and toasted that are not bread. It's completely on trend, too, that Stephanie would be experiencing something for the first time and act like it's a new thing. So let's just go with that. You or me? Me. Oh, I was like. And you're like, oh, yeah, we've been here. um, We did this in the 90s. No, but in the front of her, the front of her article, too, says back in the 90s, there was a restaurant called Frico Bar. But we've talked about Frico for ages. I know, but I just was like, wow, this is. But it is having, it's coming back. Yeah, it's It's having a a moment. And to have it in a taco. 
That's well, the quesadilla, you know, kind of tacos. Those yes. those case those have that layer in there. And then the other thing of it that's interesting, there's a lot of places that burger joints across the country that are doing this thing where they put so much cheese on and then they let it griddle with the patty so that you get this lacy, crispy. It's basically frico on the outside of your burger, Yum. and they're calling them crunch burgers. Like that's a whole TikTok trend, apparently. So yum, that it's sounds the, delicious. The crispy cheese moment is real. Does anyone have a crunch burger in town? And if they do, will you call me? <laughs> I might know where one is. I might know where one is. All right. Yeah. Well, we're going to just continue on in the land of Super Bowl snacking. Uh-huh. And, uh... Oh, they've got... By the way, this is one of those things. I saw them do this on... This is in this article. Roasted cauliflower with crispy Parmesan. One of the things that I used to do with my cauliflower soup, because I was always like making cauliflower soup, but sort of always being like, this is just cauliflower soup. Yeah, you do need I need something else. But that was, I remember trying to make Frico to be a part of like float on top of that. And that's like, almost like you play a French onion soup game with it. But like, it's a crispy thing that you dip, almost like a creme brulee for your French onion or for your cauliflower soup. That was really good. It sounds really good. Yeah. And I'm, it also gives you a disc to float like little yeah, bacon bits yeah, little or something bacons. else on. I am super into, by the way, before we take a quick break, making the... Sweet things savory again. We'll talk about that later. Sweet things. Like French toast, but savory. Savory. Okay. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Weekly Dish. I feel like I need to give the um, weather report because it's a very significant <laughs> weather report today in that... You're not dying. <laughs> everyone is psyched that it's going to be 30. Everyone is like planning to have it be 30 today and like super excited. There's a lot of outdoor activities this oh weekend. God, it's a great weekend for it. Just out for it. And I feel like I think that's good. It's like... 33 is going to be like people are going to be you are going to see people in shorts. I'm just going to say it. And especially in St. Paul tonight. Yes. Like the parade. With the torchlight. Everything. Yeah. So crazy. But you know and I think that's worthy. That makes us the Minnesotans we are. Um, but you know what's happening? This is really funny. I was kind of looking around for Super Bowl snacking things. We can't talk about snack stadiums again, can we? No, I'm not We're going so to. We're so good at it. Like- I know. We're so good at it. <laughs> I don't need to, right? No, but I'm more interested in the fact that the Super Bowl is delayed this year. Normally it would be this weekend, but it's it's next weekend. I don't like that it's c- coinciding with Valentine's Day. Thank you for taking my sentence out of my mouth once again. Like, never letting me finish my thoughts, but that's just okay. Just completing them for you. Yes, just go ahead. It's your show. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but it's true. That same thing. Like, because I was looking for things to write about. And I was like, are you guys doing any Super Bowl snacking? And people are like, what? Uh, it's Valentine's Day. I don't know if you know that. I'm like, no, I know that too. You've sent me all of your Valentine's Day stuff, which obviously as a single woman, hard to care for it. Yeah. <laughs> hard to report like, on it. Do you know who hard you're talking to? Care. to? Yeah. Just not feeling it at all. But nonetheless, I'm like, but you guys, there's a whole snacking holiday right before it. <laughs> like, this is important stuff. So I went in search of some snacking stuff. And then, so I thought I'd report on some things you can order if you want to like. Please do. Because if you're, if you're going to do Valentine's Day, maybe that's like a reservation or maybe... But what if you can't get a reservation already? Or what if you're... But then, like, I think Valentine's Day... Or, I mean, Super Bowl Sunday could be a Valentine's Z event. Yeah, could. I don't know. I'm hoping for everybody. I have... um, I think that there's... I'm going to tell you that the best sandwich that I found... Like, if you want to do a party (laughs) sub... I know you love my sandwich talk. I do love your sandwich talk. It makes my heart warm. It is, because I do love a sandwich. Um, Is the one at uh, France 44. They have party subs there that I think are important because... Sometimes you get a party sub and you're like, wow, I have all this food and it's super not great. If you're going to have a giant piece of, you know, a sandwich, a giant food yep. thing for people, you got to like, you know, have it be good. And I will say like, cause I never make sandwiches. Yeah. 
when I'm somewhere and there's a good party sub or like it's like the office and they're ordering food and you get like a box lunch and the sandwich is good. Yeah. It's like revelatory when you get a good one. I mean, I'm just saying that it's like there can be great ones. You know what I mean? And you know who has a good, serious, good box lunch is is, uh, Cassetta's. Oh, really? They have a catering box lunch that's excellent. Certix is good, too. Um, okay, so good sandwiches. Yeah, and then I have to tell you that there is uh, at, this is, uh, I just found this one at Rose Street. I think it's Rose Street or it's Patisserie 46, one of the two. It's a John Krause moment. Um, and it is, uh, he's got, <laughs> you're going to love it, of course, beer cheese dip, I think. I think it's beer cheese dip instead okay. of soup, which is just like, come on, it's really just going to be soup. We're just going to eat it like that. Um it is Patisserie 46, so they've got beer cheese sticks. That's what it is. Caramelized puff pastry twists with Parmesan Gruyere um, breadsticks. Yum. Isn't that pretty great? Yeah. So that one is dairy-free, actually. Or no, it says contains dairy and gluten. I was like, wait, that can't be dairy-free. But they've also got pretzels and cheese where you can order four pretzels and John Cross's favorite cheese sauce. Wow. Which, that again, I'm like, let's go for quality, right? Yeah, I mean, that, I, I don't know if you know John Cross, but he is... The Coupe du Monde yeah. Silver Award winner for pastry. And if he's making you fresh pretzels and cheese sauce, yeah. I would say run, don't walk to order that. And it's 25 bucks, but I'm going to say like four big pretzels and cheese sauce to me is definitely. I kind of feel like maybe I'm doing that. I now. know it's a patisserie 46. Okay. So you should know that. And maybe get some of those beer cheese sticks to put in your rest of your beer cheese soup. <laughs> oh my God. Can you That's imagine? almost gone that I Can have to you? like wait six months before I eat it again. Oh, I know. Um, okay. So then also. Um, I wanted to talk about uh, the fact that Randy's Premier Pizza, who we love, we love Randy's. I want to remind people, and I was talking about this on Fox 9, but he does have a four-foot pizza. (laughs) And it is a massive, it is a catering moment. Like, you have to have it sent to you, or you know what I mean? Like, I don't think you can actually carry it. My big thing is, how do you get it in the door? I don't know, because (laughs) you can't, it comes in like four pizzas. How wide is it? It's four feet. It's four feet long, but it's probably only like... No, it's around. It's a four-foot... Oh, diameter wow. pizza that you then how do you get that you have to have like you have to make sure you have double doors you might have to bring it up through the deck I or don't know. like tip it over on its but like side. you can't how do you tip like it how you side? bring in a table that's too dangerous how much is it i don't know okay I, I, i'm asking it's, too many follow-up know, questions sorry i'll know. find out you go find out okay but that's randy's in oakdale i love we love those guys he does have gluten-free options too that's in their catering you know what i mean part so <clears throat> i think that they'll bring it to you it's got to be <laughs> I mean, what? It's got to be like a hundred bucks. It's like eleven pizzas. It fe- it feeds like fifty five people. It's got to be over a yeah. hundred bucks. Couple hundred bucks. How much would you pay for a four foot pizza? This is a good question. Well, uh, they call is a f- I don't see it here. I it's, see a thirty, f- thirty six, and forty eight inch party yeah, pizza. Forty eight. Okay, let's go. Forty eight. Is that four yeah, feet? Yeah. Hi. <laughs> Thanks for the math. Is it <laughs> like all of a sudden? Shall we check? Okay. So they also have a chocolate chip cookie that's yeah. forty eight inches. Yeah. Yeah. It okay, is. that's amazing. See, I'm saying these are good parts. This is like if you're having people over, you know. Okay, the four, thirty inch pizza, or no, the forty eight inch pizza is equivalent to eleven point seven five fourteen inch pizzas. Right. So Feeds if you up think to like fifty to fifty five adults. <laughs> So that's going to be wow. a couple hundred bucks. I want to get one just for fun. I know. Okay, next time you have a like a gathering, let's do that. 100%. Yeah, let's do it. Like maybe I just need to do that in a wine tasting. Oh, that would be fun. Like Italian wines and Randy's four-foot pizza. Pizza, because they're definitely going to find a four-foot pizza in Italy. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. 
Um, okay, let's talk about wings because wings are important and people have feelings about wings. Yes. Um, I Red Cow and has their big wing sampler pack. Do they have a sampler pack? They have a whole thing for Super Bowl. Yes. Oh, I didn't I know that. I will find it while you're talking about your wing feelings. Okay. I wanted to shout out Wendy's House of Soul. Oh, yes. Because she just moved. She, I know. She's up in North and she's at the North Market, which is in Camden Town. And I got to tell you that like her whole wings, she's got lemon pepper. You guys, lemon pepper. Talk about bringing you back. You know, that's actually going back to the 80s, I feel yes, like. Do you remember when yeah. everything had lemon pepper on it? I do. <laughs> um, so she has whole wings. You can get twenty you can get twenty-one wings and that come with fries and bread for um like twenty-eight bucks. Love. Which is those are whole wings. So it's really like two wings in one. You know what yep. I mean? And so I love those guys. I love that. And you can just order those ahead and then go pick them up. And you're probably going to get out of there with a soul roll because it's a deep fried cheeseburger and why in a egg roll form. And that feels right. Um, okay. But everyone loves the wings at uh, Runyon's, obviously. Classic. Yep. Classic wings. Those are always going to be great. They don't really change anything. So that's nice. Um, I have to say that, of course, I had wings at Monte Carlo this week. And those are outstanding. <laughs> They're still... They still are just the top of the key. I'm just, I think I'm going to have those you, in the next 24 literally hours. Literally, there's a moment where you're like, why am I even sharing this yeah, basket? Yeah, I know. I don't even. I And I sometimes order two yeah. so I can bring one home and finish it up in the air fryer. Do you really? Yeah, I've done it. Oh, my I God. I really like those wings. I know. They're my faves. But I've never thought about bringing them home and putting them in the air fryer. How about, okay, if you want turkey sliders or you want a Reuben slider, you can get a box of 12 sliders yeah. from Red Cow. They come in like a... Uh, Tennessee hot sliders. Then they have the wings, 36 count with three different sauces. That's great. And they even are now doing like these fancier charcuterie boards, a chip, chips and French onion dip. Oh, uh, come on. Yeah. I don't know if I would buy that from a restaurant. I feel like that has to be sort of trashy. Oh, you know what I mean? Like that's a top the tater moment. Kind they of have those homemade chips though. Also last. Oh, yeah. Okay. Two weekends ago, I had Buster's on 28th homemade chips with the French onion dip. Have you had those? No, those are life changing. I think those need to be written up as okay. a like, cover story by themselves. <laughs> <laughs> They're no, so noted, good. noted. And they can be bad because, you know, when you're frying homemade chips, if the oil's not hot enough, or yeah. you really got to get it. But when you get it, oh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe this is my problem. I feel like my arteries are hardening as hardening as we speak. Well, you may have to go get a little checkup. Is all I'm saying. That's all I'm gonna say. Maybe it's just a time for a checkup. Okay, so wings. Okay, so there and so the other wings that I think about are, or I guess when I think of like little fried chicken drummies, even it doesn't have to be the wing, the drummy is. I like um, bap and chicken or bap and yeah, bap and chicken, right? In St. Paul, like the triple fried. Really, the Korean fried, and then Bonshan is also the one that they do the Korean fried chicken, which those are really good if you get them spicy. Andrew Zimmern has a newsletter, and his newsletter this week is featuring this chicken that he's perfected. This Korean chicken. Oh, I saw that he did that on his Instagram. I've made ten batches for my kid, and I can just I'm like, oh, that's the kind of thing Ellie would really like. He's got a recipe that he's perfected. So if you're interested in that, I still never want to like fry up chicken in my house for Super Bowl at all because it's like then my house smells like fried chicken and then I'm sitting in it to watch the game. You put your air fryer in the garage. Yeah, I don't have enough room in my garage. It works really good. I know. No, I'm trying to figure that out though. But like I also... Oven baked wings. I had that recipe. They're amazing. But I just... Yeah, I'm not... I'm just not in... I mean like it's like I've got this like dry rub standard now and that's what I want. 
And so I think it's hard to make as good of a dry rub standard at home because yes. I think you really kind of need the fry later for that. Oh, the sauces I know. hide a lot. Yeah. No, that's the thing is then, then the worst part is like, but then you pick them up and then you can't like they're never as good as when you're sitting there. But that's why you need your air fryer. I know. It's like the only reason to get an air fryer and I know is everyone to loves food like or the, make chicken wings. The whole idea of like, oh, cold fried chicken. I'm like, I just that's not my bag. I don't love cold fried chicken. I don't think that's the greatest thing on the planet. I like cold fried chicken if it's kind of like my mom's version where it's pan fried in flour, but not like battered necessarily. Yeah. So it's a little, uh, yeah, that's complicated. Here's the last three feelings. things I want to, for Super Bowl, is that Friends 44 does have custom tots. Like they've got house made tots and those are delicious. I've gotten those before. They also have a, tr- a thing of turkey chili. But also like if I think about like what I know that I'm going to end up eating, I'll probably end up making a whole pork shoulder the day before and I'll just eat cheap tray nachos. I was going to say that's, queso. Are you going to make your queso? You yeah, make I might queso. make queso to put on the sheet tray nachos. Yeah. So that's what I'll do. And that's like every year I think I'm going to do something really extravagant. In the end, I'm like, mm, mm, sheet tray nachos. Sheet tray nachos. Mm-hmm. So I did. Um, I did have sheet tray nachos last year. Yeah. I think we, yeah, I think we talked about that. I was just like, I eh. think you made me obsessed about them. And then I started <laughs> thinking about them. And then that's what we had. You know, when Ellie was littler, we would make like a whole huge spread, but. Now it's just me and Kurt. I know. Well, same thing. Like I used to make and it with, for Jake and I was like, eh. Yeah, no, they're not there. So, so what there are we going to do? All right, gang, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back uh, right back with the Ask Stephanie portion of the show. 651-641-1071. If you want to call, you want to give us your favorite wing spot. You want to tell us what you're eating for Super Bowl. You want to, uh, to ask any questions. We'll be here. Valentine's Day sneakies will be in the next hour. Listening to the weekly dish, we're at the Ask Stephanie portion of the show where you can call in with your questions, comments, and things you need help with, things you just want to spout off about. If you had a cheese coma this week, I'm here for you. <laughs> no judgment. 651. No judgment. 41641. <laughs> 1071. I almost gave up my cell phone number. I, I, don't, know why I, I don't know why I can do that. I have to tape it to like 6516411071. It's because I'm a weirdo. Oh my God. Uh, Jesse is on the line and has a question about wings. Hi, Jesse. We're on the air. What can we help you with? Hello, Jesse? Jesse! Oh, I'm here. I'm oh, sorry. What's your question, hon? Well, I don't have a question, but I wanted to know, well, I guess it is a question, wing recommendation. Have you guys ever tried, and don't poo-poo it, Okay. the um, um, fire-roasted or cooked wings, like almost rotisserie style, at Doolittle's in Egan? A hundred percent love them, and I'm not poo-pooing. No, I know, but you like deep fried. We do. No, I like those wings a lot. Actually, yeah. Hazelwood Hazelwood also has, I think, uh, or sort of grilled Rotisserie, grilled, um, the Doolittles over in Golden Valley. Are they still open? I thought they Yeah, closed. they are still open. Wow. I love those wings. Yeah. I think for... Like, you know who else has a good wing like that is believe Famous Days has a good wing that's not necessarily fried, that's smoked. Oh, I love a I've smoked never... wing. Yeah, that's great. Northbound Tavern has a good wing yes, like that, too. Yes, they do, too. Thank mm. you for calling well in, Jenny. Done. Yeah, I'm well all about done. it. All right. Thanks, ladies. Okay. Love you. Uh, we have another person. Brian wants to comment about an egg sandwich. Hi, Brian. Hey, Hello. Brian. Hey. Did you find a good egg sandwich? Um. Well, I, I was listening when Alex shouted me out. I said if I was still listening, yum. Oh, yum. Which dill, I've had a bad bad experience with dill 30 years ago. Oh. But it was way, way too much dill in a roast beef or something. But 
I will try. Where is Yum? Yum Kitchen. They have one in uh, St. Louis Park, kind of over just outside of Uptown off of Minnetonka Boulevard. They also have one in St. Paul. Um, right over by Snelling. And Minnetonka. And Minnetonka, yeah. And one out in, uh, like, the Opus set off Shady Oak Road. Uh, I live northeast, so. Okay, you might want to try that. Yeah, maybe yeah, the St. Paul one Marty's, would actually work. Marty's Deli. Oh, Marty's is outstanding. Okay. Yeah, that's a great one. You need to try that breakfast sandwich for sure. Okay. All right, thank you. Thanks, Brian. I went on egg sandwiches because you're, like, the expert. Oh, you did? <laughs> okay, good. Glad someone did it. You were in Mexico, and okay. then we talked about egg sandwiches. Hi, Louise. Yeah. You're on the air. You wanted to have a comment about wings? Hi, Louise. Hi. Um, I am not calling about wings. Okay. I am calling about a recommendation. I'm, it's my anniversary today, oh. 23 years. We kind of last minute decided we want to have a nice dinner. We dine a lot. I mean, not a lot, but I mean, we've gone to a lot of, lately we've gone to St. Genevieve and we went to snack bar last weekend for my son's birthday. Yep. So I'm just kind of looking for, I don't know, if there's something new around or good around that I'm just not thinking of. Um, and it's what anniversary, your third year? 23. 23, okay. So 23 and 23. woo And where's the location you'd prefer? Uh, we're in Minneapolis. We okay. live in South Minneapolis. We can travel a little bit, but, Have you been you know. at the bar at Creekside yet? No. Oh, no, wait, 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 wait. The Supper Club? Yeah, the yes. Supper Club. We... We have gone to Creekside, and we've also just recently went to uh, Mr. Paul. Oh, oh that's fun. Also good. That's yeah, okay. that's super fun. We did a Festivus. Uh, <laughs> it was a Festivus celebration, so we got to put our grievances on uh, an ornament. And oh my god, that's so <laughs> great! On their pole. Yeah, yeah, that sounds fun. fun. Yeah. Okay, so that all right? Because that have was you, an idea. Have you been to Blondette in the Rand no. Tower? That one is like, it's, yeah, it's called Blondette and it's, and it's the bar is called Meow Meow. And basically it's in the Rand Tower Hotel. They have free valet parking. So you just pull up and they'll valet for you and uh-huh. it's free. And then it's, it's just downtown Minneapolis. You take the elevator in the hotel up to the fifth floor and it's the uh-huh. new, it's the Danny Del Prado thing. It's kind of electric and kind of like, like swanky, but not swanky. It's like hipster swanky. <laughs> okay. And they I have, don't know if we're cool enough for that. You absolutely um, <laughs> are. You absolutely are. They have a great martini and they have a great cheeseburger too. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. A couple of right. other thoughts. Uh one of my favorite places to bar dine is PS Steak. Mm-hmm. And oh, you know, I haven't been there yet. Oh, oh it's fantastic. It doesn't have to be a bar either. It could be anything. No. The only reason I'm saying a bar is because getting a reservation might be challenging. Tonight at this might point, be but hard. I know it's so bar dining is always pretty easy, and I'd yeah. pop in yeah. there. Um, yeah, delicious, delicious food and celebratory feeling, and just sure. I love that place. It always feels great. I have not been there, so that's a really good idea. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I think we loaded cool. you up. Good All luck. Right. Yes. Have fun. Congratulations. The anniversary. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Um, okay. Here's a question that's coming on the Twitters. Can yeah. you recommend some great lunch spots on the East Side, St. Paul, etc.? Love the show. And I was thinking um, brunch, good brunch on the East Side is... Brunson's? Is it? For sure, Brunson's. Yeah. Also, uh, I think the Happy Gnome does a good brunch situation. They've got the um, also Holman's Table. With um, the Lovejoy Bloody Marys. I think the Handsome Hog, too. 
for brunch? Yeah. Do they are they open for brunch? I believe so. I feel like it. Um, and what is Eddie Wu doing Dinette. with cooks? Oh, I don't know. No, it's not called, yet. It, it's called Juche. Juche, I think. Um, Juche. And so he's, I don't know, he's, it's a very cool, it's like a K-Lounge. It's like a Korean, okay. American kind of a cool mashup. I'm excited to go. I haven't gone yet. But I'm super excited because he still has my favorite thing ever, which is that mac and cheese. So it's like mac, it's kavatavi with a, like a cheese and kimchi. Oh, that sounds God, good. God, I love that. All That's right. so good. Sounds Super good. Yeah. Um, egg sandwich recommendation came in last week. Skillet Joe's egg sandwich at Edelweiss in Prior Lake. Okay. A croissant with pillowy scrambled eggs, crisp maple bacon, basil aioli. Great. Simple but awesome ingredients. It's in our regular rotation. Somebody had asked about the CBD-based wine. It's called Discreet Vines from Nothing But Hemp. Hey. I sent her that. So Discreet Vines, Nothing Discreet. But Hemp. Yeah. All right. We'll be back with the second hour of Weekly Dish coming right up.